Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone. This is Melissa Boyd with Grow Your Knowing, Awaken Within. I'm so delighted that you are joining us today for this live show being um, aired today on April 24th, 2019. So, I was just realizing that this month, four years ago, I started the Blog Talk radio show. We took about six months off, about six months to a year off and came back on. And I'm doing monthly interviews now to really bring forward people who have an authentic voice, um, mostly writers, because right now on the planet we need new information. And there's a lot of new information being uh, being brought out through um, meditation, through depth, and through really um, the movement of consciousness. And my guest tonight, Karen Creamer, is going to talk about her work in Honor Your Health. Before I introduce and bring Karen on, I just want to um, do a couple of plugs for some upcoming events. Next month, May 8th, we will have Andrea Gleason, who is the director of the Maine Yoga Fest and also runs Scarborough Yoga. And she'll be talking about the idea of the yoga festival, how it empowers people. So that will be May 8th. We do have the monthly meditations, Meditate and Donate, in person at River Tree Arts in Kennebunk, Maine, or on live, uh, Facebook live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the next dates for that are May 16th, June 13th, July 11th. And there is um, two workshops coming up. One um, May 4th is Awakening Your Luminosity, Your Soul's Potential at Greener Postures in West Falmouth, Maine. There are still spaces available for that. And May 18th, Master Your Divine Potential, Luminous 8, Professional Development for Your Soul, a day of really shifting and opening up who you truly are. And speaking of opening up who you truly are, um, my guest tonight, Karen, is I know her personally. She's a, a phenomenal person. And the one word, two words I would use to describe Karen are authentic, Jeanette. When I first um, met Karen, she had um, come to me for a session, and she is a nurse, and we're going to talk about that tonight. But, you know, there is this deep metaphysical piece to her, and we kept talking about the idea of becoming a metaphysical nurse. And today, Karen is a metaphysical nurse. She is an author of many books, but tonight we are going to focus on her book, which is called Honor Your Health. And I'm just going to read a little bit about what um, you'll learn in Karen's book, and she's going to talk about this tonight. In In Honor Your Health, you will learn a variety of holistic therapies so that you can explore options that may provide your ideal health and wellness. Identify ways you can begin using holistic healing immediately for little or no cost. Develop your own self-care plan to develop and navigate transitions in your life. Karen is a holistic health consultant, an author, and a speaker. 
her books remind you to be brave, to trust your intuition and take back your power, and to help you to identify your health goals and create a plan to meet them, always keeping the concept of first do no harm. And she has workshops and classes, so I am delighted to welcome Karen to uh, Grow Your Knowing Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Karen. Welcome to Grow Your Knowing. Hi, Melissa and everybody. I'm so happy to be here. It's, um, you know, it's it's so incredible how you have um, grown and written these books and um, empowered people to look at um, holistic health. So, would you tell us a little bit about your background, Karen, and the term metaphysical nurse? Sure. So the term metaphysical nurse actually popped in my head one day and didn't quite understand what it was doing there. <laughs> it just showed up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe some of the listeners have had that experience where all of a sudden they start thinking about something and they don't know where that thought came from, but it feels important. And so what happened is it kind of unfolded over a period of time and and showed itself to me what it meant. And part of that was, you know, we had had a conversation about that uh, early on when when kind of I was first kicking that around. And because Mm -hmm. I was working as a nurse in traditional medicine or allopathic medicine, there's lots of different um, ways to refer to it, modern medicine. And, you know, it focuses only on the physical body. And for a long time, I had been feeling like, boy, you know, traditional medicine's missing a huge part of what's going on with so many of the people that I see and the people that I take care of. And I started to realize that metaphysical really was a, a way, being a metaphysical nurse was a way to bring all of the other parts of, of oneself into the equation when you talk about health. Uh, as anybody who's ever, you know, had a, an argument with their spouse or their child and then, you know, tried to focus on anything else, you know, our emotional right. affect us very strongly and affect our health and, cause, you know, any kind of stressor affects our health. So so for after years of just kind of focusing on the physical body and doing my jobs, you know, I worked in a variety of positions, um, the way I had been taught, uh, I was just watching people getting sicker and sicker. You know, they're following all the rules, they're going to their routine physicals, they're taking their prescribed medicines, they're having their health screening tests, and, you know, uh, so many people were feeling worse instead of better, and so that was another right. big clue that we needed to change direction here with the healthcare model <laughs> And so, and so, how how would you say that you blend, you know, holistic and traditional medicine? So i I want people to really I, to kind of start from where they are. So, yes, there's all of these options. Like you could think of it as a menu. When when you go to to the hospital or to the doctor, there's there's pills, there's procedures, there's um, uh, testing, there's surgeries, there's all these different things that can be done. But there's also a 
whole big field and menu, uh, again, to use that word, of metaphysical uh, or natural health measures that we can use to, to help us get well and stay well. And they can work in conjunction with each other. Um, take Reiki, for example. You can have traditional treatment for, uh, say, if, you know, you're dealing with cancer and you decide you want to have chemo, you can still have Reiki therapy along with that, and that will work synergistically with right. the chemotherapy yeah. and, and, and enhance your your likelihood of having a better outcome. And there's um, so many other ways that we can use holistic health, natural health, uh, sometimes it's called alternative health. There's so many different words for it, but really it's putting the power back in our own hands that, boy, there's a whole lot we can do for ourselves. You know, before, right, before right. We well, you know, as, as we were, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, as as we was getting ready for this, I was thinking about um, how so few uh, doctors, especially, um, get training on nutrition. You know, it's a very small part of the yeah. curriculum when they get, and, you know, do you, do you feel like this is also shifting in some way? Do you feel like the holistic and the traditional blending is is being maybe more acceptable now? I do think so. Uh, just from talking to the, the people that I work with, the clients that I work with, I'll say even five years ago people would be nervous or embarrassed or even afraid to bring up to their doctor if they were doing acupuncture, say, uh, to help with their back pain in addition to whatever else they were doing, pharmaceuticals or whatever, going to a pain clinic. Um, they, they wouldn't want to tell their doctor that they were using holistic um, healing treatments as well. But now I'm finding people are much more willing to, to bring that information to their doctor's appointments. And oh, it's very good. interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Though. Some, some doctors are... are are your partner, and they will say, boy, you know what, if that's working for you, I don't understand it, I don't know anything about it, but keep doing what you're doing because I can see that you're improving. Right. There's another, okay, there's another group of doctors, um, and I'll share a, a story. Uh, a woman in her 80s, she was uh, seeing her cardiologist, and so for a heart condition, but she also had back pain. And so at one of her appointments, she happened to mention Hey doc, you know I I go into acupuncture and I, to, to, since we were just talking about that and um and boy it's helped my back so much I feel so much better and he told her to stop going. Oh and goodness! She said, Why? <laughs> I just told you it's helping me. Why should I stop going? And uh, well, it's it's not proven or it might harm you and you know just basically was giving her misinformation because he didn't know about it. And a lot of times people feel threatened, medical professionals feel threatened when they don't understand something. And right. if they are not helping their patient the way they want to, and then the patient gets great results somewhere else. Mm. So so that's where I want people to kind of just, you know, take a breath and realize that they're paying their healthcare professionals for their opinions, but the right. final say rests with us. Exactly, say exactly. 
So I, I wanna wanna pause for a minute and I just wanna tell people your website is KarenCreamer.com, K-A-R-E-N Creamer.com. And um I love your tagline, which is be brave, be you. And it certainly must have been a brave thing to be in the holistic, you know, in the in the in the in the medical system and then to write this book, you know, about um honoring your health and and talking about infusing, you know, holistic health. So what um what was, you know, why did you feel like you had to write this book? Cuz I know that you felt like you had to write this book. Yeah, yeah. So what happened was I was approaching my 55th birthday and that was the age my mother was when she died. And I started thinking about, you know, her story and, and what happened in her life. And uh, in, uh, just briefly, she, she was diagnosed with cancer after many years of not feeling well, but following the rules, as you know, I kind of said earlier, going to her medical appointments, taking the medicines prescribed, having the tests they said to have, and somehow this was missed. And so she's diagnosed with ovarian cancer, an atypical type of cancer um, that looked and acted like ovarian, and then, you know, boom, you got to have chemo, you have to have surgery. So it all happens really fast. And um, yeah. not only with cancer, a lot of people will relate to this. You get a diagnosis and your head is spinning and all of a sudden you've got appointments with specialists and you have this surgery. And I hear people say so often, oh, the doctor said I have to do this. And I really want to, I hope people will get the message tonight listening to us. That you don't have to do anything. It's always your right. choice. Right. So what my mother didn't know is she did have that power and could make that decision. She didn't know that early on. So she did all that. And and in the end, it was, in my opinion, it was the treatments that killed her, that shortened her life. And so right. I started thinking, Melissa, I'm approaching the age she was when she died. And in the, in the healthcare profession currently, anyone diagnosed with ovarian cancer was being prescribed exactly the same treatments that didn't save her life 25 years ago or more now, uh, 25 years ago. And I, and I thought, well, you know, there has to be another way. And right. A funny thing happens, yeah, when you start to ask those kinds of questions, like what if there's another way, you, your eyes open up and you start to see that, oh, boy, there are a lot of other ways. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> They're not being advertised necessarily, but people are quietly pursuing their own uh, healing plans that they, you know, figure out by doing research and talking to people. Um, I feel like a really good place to start if you're diagnosed with something scary is, is look around and see who else is beating that or has healed from that and see what what they did. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. Knowledge is power, knowledge. right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And we assume so much um, when we go to our doctors, we assume that they know everything about all the treatments and medications and all of that that they might be prescribing, but nobody can know everything about all the medications and treatments and surgeries. So it's really up to us to 
to kind of take a step back, take a breath. And now I don't mean if you've been in a car accident or if you think you're having a heart attack. Uh, you know, there are acute medical situations where traditional medicine is your best friend. But if you have, you know, been trying to figure out what's wrong for a while and you get a bunch of different diagnoses and, you know, some of them might not even be have been accurate. A lot of people can probably mm-hmm. identify with being told they had one condition and, oh, sorry, no, we were wrong. It's something else. Um, so take a breath and take a step back and give yourself the gift of the time that you need to make a decision that you feel good about about any treatment you might decide to pursue. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I want to go back to getting a thought in your head and maybe not understanding it. You know, you might get a thought in your head that you want to try a, 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 an alternative therapy, say, Bowen work. And maybe you don't know anything about it, but it popped right. into your head, boy, I've got back pain, and I just, I heard about this Bowen work. I don't know what it is, but I feel like it might help me. Honor that. Trust that. Because our bodies are trying to give us information all day long, and we don't listen. You know, we get a headache, and we take a pill, which in effect is telling our bodies to shut up. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Take this pill and go away. And, uh, you know, short term, those kinds of things can can be effective. But in the long term, um, you're not doing yourself any service by not paying attention to the the and you know, you know, I just want—I just want to say that I feel that you know, in, you know, even the title of your 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 book, "Honor Your Health." You know, honoring our health is not something people think about. I think, I know, in my work, I see that a lot of people will take their health for granted until they're sick, and exactly. you know, and so. Um, I know that you have many suggestions in the book, but what what are what are some things or some you know if someone's listening right now and they're like you know what like I'm not sick but I but I want to get better or I want to be a better person or you know so maybe what are some things that people can do on a daily basis which will create like better health and well being in their lives besides like you know taking an aspirin or you know like what yeah. are some of the things you might recommend that people you know, are open to? So, I, so I'm trying to think of where to start with this. This is, it, this is huge because this kind of goes back to, to honoring ourselves and giving ourselves time and space to take care of ourselves. And right. because we're, you know, so many, we're so busy that, You know, you might want to go for a walk. You might want to get a massage. You might think, gee, I've been trying to start this meditation practice for a year now or five years now. Mm -hmm. I'm just too busy. But if you think about it, if you can't make yourself a priority for five minutes during your day, um, you know, that's something to really look at and figure out why. Because, you know, for example, if you're a parent, you are setting an example for your children about whether or not you value yourself and prioritize yourself 
um, that they're learning. <laughs> they're watching you. Right. Anybody who's ever seen children knows that. Um, so we have to really realize that we're worth it and we deserve time because it is going towards our health and well-being. And what that and, – and, you know, if you think you have no time, uh, I say start where you are. If you're doing nothing for yourself and spending every minute of every day doing for others, then take five minutes somewhere. You can fi- find five minutes. You find time to brush your teeth every day. You know, you find time exactly. to take a shower. You can – right? So you find five minutes. And then what you do with that time – it could be different for different people. So when I say start where you are, I mean, for example, if you are, if you like to walk, maybe you take a five-minute walk. If you're a writer, maybe you journal for five minutes. Mm-hmm. If you, uh, you know, if you've been trying to start that meditation practice, I find a lot of people get hung up on doing things the right way. And I think you can learn methods, different methods for doing things, but then throw those rules out and do what feels right for you. Because you can't take five minutes and devote it to yourself and not do that right. <laughs> Well, and and it's so true because, and I, I, what I love about the book too is that you you talk about the different aspects of health and that there's an emotional, you know, aspect to health and different, you know, ways of thinking about it. Where I think that we've just been trained in our society that health is just physical, you know, and and I really, um, and I personally take this very seriously because I was 350 pounds and. I I doctor said I had six months left to live and you know, I oh, my goodness. blood pressure was awful and they said, you know, surgery was impossible and so I had to really honor my health if I wanted to live and, and I, I I had to I didn't there was no pill in the world that was gonna fix me. I needed to really find the um holistic ways and um yeah. you know that was hundred and seventy five pounds ago and it's amazing but I get it, you know, what it's like to be, and obesity is a huge epidemic, you know, um, and part of it is not making time for the self. Exactly. You know? And, I mean, everybody's heard that phrase about putting your own oxygen mask on first, and everyone's heard it because, you know, it's true. <laughs> you have right, to exactly, exactly. Everybody recognizes the truth of that statement, but we don't do it. Um, And, you know, your meditation practice to start off could be just brewing a cup of tea and sitting to drink it, not doing anything else. You're breathing in the Mm. steam. You're you're sitting with yourself, you know, maybe in silence, maybe with some music on. It can look like anything you want it to. The important thing is that you you take that time for yourself and and, and honor yourself that way because... Right. I like your, your... One of your hashtags is hashtag know the truth. Okay. I like that. Yes. Yeah. So so let me tell you that. So the more I teach people about holistic health, the more I learn. And since I've written the book, um, I have learned of even more new and different (laughs) ways to take care of yourself. And also I've learned that so many things that that I myself had taken for granted and never questioned in the past, medical procedures, 
uh, treatments for different things, uh, vaccines, uh, even even mammograms and just kind of the the health screening tests that you think, oh, well, that's a no-brainer. Uh, there really is another side to all of these mm. things that I didn't know about until I started asking questions. And that's how, that's where the Know the Truth hashtag came from, because when you know better, you will do better. And Oh, of, true. Yeah, and part of where we get in our own way, I think, is, uh, you know, maybe we made decisions in the past with the knowledge we had then, and now that we know more about it, we we realize, oh, my gosh, you know, I might have really done myself some harm by choosing that that path, right? But, but Right. So this is where, again, like forgiveness comes into. We have to forgive ourselves for not knowing what we didn't know before we knew it. Because, oh, gosh, absolutely. And that, because that can really become a stumbling block, and I've seen that for so many people, that they just don't want to admit the truth of how they got into the situation they're in. And it's nobody's fault, because we can only decide with the information we have. But once we start doing our own education and asking questions and taking a breath and stepping back from the situation and giving ourselves that time every day, five minutes, or, you know, you'll find, hopefully you'll find if you do that over time that you're going to want more than five minutes every day. Right, exactly. But, you're going you're gonna to crave it. It'll be delicious yeah. to you. And that's going to help you create better health for yourself and for your your loved ones. Um, right. And and I also I really do believe that the body is designed to heal itself. And I don't know who said this, but you know what what the body created, the body can heal. And so I always approach everything from. There is always hope, and there is always something we can do. And some sometimes, you know, I get people because their doctor has told them there's nothing else I can do for you, like go home and get your affairs in order. And that is mm-hmm. never true. That is never true because that one person has exhausted what they know about how to help you or help you help yourself, that does not mean that there are no other ways. And so I hope right. people also come away from this talk with that message. There is always hope and there is always something that you can do. And, you know, I was thinking about, um, I love what you say, create a life of clarity, comfort, and connection. But the other thing mm-hmm. I was thinking about as I was, um, you know, getting ready for t- for our interview tonight was that, you're you are talking about helping other people and i realized as we were get, as i was getting ready to interview you tonight that you're actually going to be inspiring other nurses and medical professionals to think differently i don't know if you've realized that have you realized that <laughs> well that you know that's been my hope and I have begun to see some of the workshops that I've given some nurses 
have have started coming and you know asking questions and saying, boy, you know what, this makes a lot of sense to me, and I've been thinking about this myself for a while. Um, so I, I'm so heartened to hear you say that because yeah, I absolutely. Yeah, I I really think we nurses are the conscience of healthcare, and it's time for us to really stand up and start. Uh, helping people know the truth about what's going on and how to find reliable, valid information, how uh, to have a healthy skepticism of things that they're being told. Just because they're telling you it doesn't mean it's the truth. So, right. Um, and and there is always another way uh particularly with some of these conditions that, again, you know, modern medicine, traditional medicine, they don't have a lot of good answers for people with chronic health conditions like, like fibromyalgia or, um, uh, oh, well, that's the first one that popped in my head, uh, MS. Uh, Lyme, yes, exactly. So, you know, they they don't really have good treatments. They don't really know what to do. And in many cases, traditional medicine, they don't even know what causes a lot of these things. And so, so, so a lot of times we're thinking, oh, well, they know more than we do. But guess what? They don't. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I think it's. And and I think that, you know, I know I actually have a friend who teaches at a university and they're teaching um, Reiki to nurses now in the curriculum, which is very new. You know, it's a very new thing. And I I, I said earlier as I was interviewing, as I was, you know, um, doing your introduction, I was talking about how, you know, I really am interviewing people that are authentic and compassionate, and I feel that for you, that that's who you are and that's what you represent. But also the fact that right now on the planet, we need systemic change and to open Absolutely. people up to a new consciousness because things are possible now that maybe were not possible before, and we understand frequency more and, you know, the power of essential oils and um, meditation has been studied and how it affects the brain. And it's really, really amazing. And so, Um, and I, 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 okay, go ahead. Oh, I just, I wanted to tell people that you have this wonderful um, uh, on your website, um, holistic practitioner interviews. And so it's like, you know, you're like, Hmm, well, I don't even know who I would go to or what I would know about. And so you have some great um, resources on your website as well so that people can kind of learn different techniques perhaps and and look at that as well. Yeah, and, and, you know, and also to demystify it a little bit, you know, uh, there's an acupuncturist, um, you know, Hong Kong chair, there's – several different types of holistic uh, therapy practitioners, and they're all just regular people like us. And Mm -hmm. so I thought, you know, and they can talk about what they do and how they do it. And so uh, if somebody's interested in trying one of these, you know, natural-type remedies or holistic healing measures, they can say, oh, well, you know, let me see what somebody who does this, how do they help people? 
And, and a lot of times, you know, when you're just exploring like that, again, listen to your, your gut. Trust your gut because you're getting information all the time um, from your body telling you what it needs and telling you what to do. Right. And, uh, and the other thing I want to make sure I mention is, is your words are so powerful. And whenever you're speaking and you find yourself saying, I am, Listen to what comes after that. I, if you're yeah. saying all day long about I am sick, I am tired, I have lupus, I have, you know, uh, three months to live, I have whatever, and maybe these are messages other people gave you, but if you're repeating them, all your cells are listening every minute mm-hmm. of the day. So right. if you keep telling them these negative stories, that's not going to serve your well-being long-term, okay? So you want to tell your body that good things, you know, right? you're happy, you're healthy, you're whole, you're complete. And some days it might feel like a stretch, but, um, you know, there are people, I think it was Anita Murjani who had a cancer diagnosis, and, you yeah. know, she just said, thank you, thank you for my healing all day long, mm-hmm. every day. Um, she employed, I believe, that one of those strategies, Norman Cousins, uh, po- you know, made popular by watching funny videos and, you know, laughing, yes. laughing and bringing joy into her life and flowers and, and anything that's, you know, spark joy is kind of a phrase people hear a lot now because of um, Marie Kondo and her, her uh, organizing and decluttering. And so you might think, well, how does, how, why is she talking about this? What's that got to do with health? Because it's all connected. It all, it <laughs> is all connected. Everything has a vibration. Yeah. Everything yeah, has a vibration. It, it, yeah. It's, it's incredible. Now, um, is the best way to order books is through your website then? Or would you prefer people to go through Amazon? Because if you order them through your website, yeah. you get autographed copy of yep. the book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So either way, you can order them from the website, KarenKreamer.com. You can order them on Amazon. You can order them on BarnesandNoble.com. You can get them in in any bookstore. If it's, if you don't see it, ask, and they can get it for you. So if you want to go to your local bookstore wherever you wherever you live in your town. If it's not on the shelf, they'll be able to order a few so you can support your local booksellers. So what is um, one last thought or vision that you'd like to leave our listeners with tonight? So I want people to know, to remember, that, that they are the experts on themselves, Okay. Mm. Trust your trust your intuition. Be brave, and I say be brave because it can be a lonely place when you've made a decision about how to proceed with a health condition if it isn't popular with everybody else, if it isn't the so-called traditional route that everybody takes. So be brave. Trust your intuition that you're doing what's right for you. And remember that you really are the expert on you, okay? You consult with other experts, but you are the expert on you, and that's worth every bit as much as anything anybody else can tell you about what to do. Wow. That's (laughs) wonderful, wonderful (laughs) advice. And you don't hear that very often from 
from a medical professional. So thank you so much for that. And thank you, Karen, for being on tonight. I really appreciate it. And um, I um, highly, highly recommend um, Karen's books and her inspiration as well. Thank you for being on tonight. Yeah, let me just answer real quick. There is an Honor Your Health Facebook group, too, and I put a lot of information in there. So if you're on Facebook and you want to join the group, it's free. Just have to join. (laughs) Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. Okay, be well. Well, that was very inspiring, and um, we are in a very exciting time, and I'm so grateful that Karen was able to share her wisdom with us tonight. And I want to remind you that um, you are one energy. You may have forgotten that you're one energy, but you are one energy. And my wish and my goal for you, if you're listening, wherever you're listening around the world, is to grow your knowing and awaken within. Choose one thing today to make your life better. Thank you for listening and be well.